0: Just be to tell the story of your soul the way you want to tell it
1: with love and joy we present
0: Mary! Welcome to our space, Apostrophe Soul.
1: And this is Apostrophe Soul Radio, where soul meets story.
0: Hi Minjas! Hello
1: Moon Ninjas! And hello Mary! Hi Jess! How are you doing?
0: i am doing all right right now i have to say i'm i'm powering through a little bit of back pain i've been dealing with some lower back pain but um you know it's just life sometimes stuff happens yeah i think i maybe picked up one of my kids wrong i don't know what i did i deal with scoliosis so that's it's been a part of my life for quite a while and i've kind of gotten learned to get i've gotten used to different things that happen you know over the years and it's just something that um, you you learn to live with, yes. and you learn yeah. you learn a lot through it. So right now, oh, man. I am I'm I'm learning a lot. Oh. <laughs> I'm trying to understand, yeah, uh, you know, the messages that are being relayed to me through mm. this. It's definitely a a time to slow down, yeah, and not put so much pressure on myself, um, and. I just started my yoga teacher training, so it was kind of ironic yeah. that it happened right at the same time. So as I'm learning about the um, about yoga, it's actually really interesting um, because a lot of the yoga, the asana part of it, didn't even come until later, um, as it developed. So yeah, a lot of yeah. the actual yoga part is the sitting sitting and being with yourself so I feel like I'm like okay I guess this is happening the way it's supposed to happen where I'm really meant to sit with this understanding so I gotcha that's interesting that's a very reflective and mindful
1: way to look at it because I also deal with chronic low back pain from Old injuries, habitual like stress from different jobs I've done. I've always done a lot of very physical jobs, as like a baker, an artist, carpenter. You know, I'm always on my feet. So sometimes your body, it's like, hey, stop. It's okay to stop. It's okay 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 to to rest. Mm -hmm. Yeah, (laughs) it's totally natural. Yeah, you know, just take a pause. Yeah. Yesterday I was taking a pause, hanging out with my dad, who is doing great in his recovery from knee surgery, and. He was watching baseball, which I haven't watched in a long time. And before we get into our episode, I just there's something that I saw that I found profoundly interesting and hilarious. They have cardboard people in the stadiums.
0: Yes, they do right now. <laughs> and I
1: had no idea. So getting my dad's perspective on that was just a gem. So funny. So funny. He's like, I think there's some psychological shit going on there. I don't know. And like <laughs> So we're talking about the cardboard people and what happened to baseball. And I can't help but think it is somebody's job to set up all the cardboard people. Wow. Who who has that job? I'd like if you guys have any inside information, please share it with us because I am profoundly curious about this. That's
0: so cool. And That's so yeah, interesting. To think I, about. I just
1: need to know. That was just something that I, you know, yeah. hadn't seen yet. Yeah. And uh, interesting
0: yeah. times we're in. very interesting. Very interesting. Yeah, I thought it
1: was particularly funny that the people that were they were the thing too that the the cardboard people are spaced like six foot apart. Oh my
0: gosh, are they?
1: Yes. Well, and and they have masks.
0: I think that what you can do too is, um, I think you bid. For the seat like i think oh, it's actual goodness. people from what i heard my father-in-law was oh, telling me God. i think it is actual people and you maybe ticket holders i think they might have the first dibs on that's funny it's interesting
1: because my dad maybe because my dad's like you know there's more cardboard people out there today because it's the playoffs <laughs> So that's been my life is like hanging out with dad, creating stuff, running in between like starting a business and all the fun and and the things we're creating and just like really spending some quality time with him and helping him get to PT.
0: It's really been a a pretty (laughs) cool thing seeing you. Um, be an angel to your dad oh my god thank you i try really i really really try uh, (laughs) there for him and uh and it's blossomed into other things for us like little discoveries that we have made yes because
1: i thought it'd be cool to mention the coffee shop podcast
0: room that's kind
1: of what led me to think of being a dad (laughs) yeah it was
0: really cool we like local a local uh coffee shop fluid shout out uh, valparaiso indiana um they have a podcast room it's pretty amazing and mm-hmm. me and jess were actually it was something that me and her had been talking about where we we're like you know we, we love our long form content and doing like the longer shows for you guys um yeah. but it would be fun to do some little sort of short episodes like we maybe we're thinking of like calling them like speakeasies or (laughs) just something cute like that where it's like a little chat it's just a cute little chat where we're you know we we pop on and we just kind of say what's going on and when we walked into the coffee shop we're looking around and we look in this window it had a Mm -hmm. mic on it and like a a sticker of a mic and i we were like and it was an old-fashioned mic too where that stood out to me where i was like Jesse, what is
1: this? And it just said the word speak. And we were like, what? Yes. <laughs> yeah. And it, yeah. And there's, it, it's absolutely awesome. You could just, you know, reserve a time, go in, record. Yep. So as ideas and things come to us, we could literally spontaneously record and save them. And work them then is kind of in between.
0: Yep. So it was it, like, thank yeah. you, Universe. All right. You you just answered our question as to whether or not we should do this or not. Yeah. We walked right in there and we're like, oh my God, this it's it's like laid out for us right here. Oh totally. So and easy.
1: <laughs> just awesome. And it was like the most beautiful fall day. We're sitting here in, in my studio recording and yep. this gorgeous afternoon light is coming in. Yep. And that's kind of what's gonna lead into our topic is yep. we're going to be talking about light. Yep. Angels, we have a discovery of the week that's related to to lighting, which is super cool. Yeah. Beautiful crystal load of light to talk about with you guys, garden quartz yep. later on. Yeah. So it's it's a fun one. Yep. And yep. yeah. We will
0: be we we will be going into the shadow and the concept of the shadow. Yes. Um dar- darker sort of energy as we head more into october i think that's gonna be our next on our next episode so yes. you know it, it will be it will come and we will speak on that but for right now so excited um, october know, you, is like my favorite one. <laughs> <laughs> i'm so excited for the shadow episode but the yes. light
1: episode equally cool well so. <laughs> and you can't have
0: one without the other yes. so but we just really wanted to dedicate you know a whole episode to each you know instead of trying to squeeze them both into one so mm-hmm. um so uh you know your light like this is what we're focusing on today it's really light everywhere but it's really the light inside of you of me in all of us um and it's actually very interesting when you really think about it you know speaking on sort of both for a moment um, the concept of dualism it's really fascinating um it's actually a concept in chinese culture that has been developed over thousands of years Um, simply the meaning of yin and yang is that the universe is governed by cosmic duality these two sets of opposing and complementing principles or cosmic energies dark and light these can be observed in nature the Sun and the moon male female um, and a fun fact, this was really interesting, <laughs> I told Jess about this, the yin-yang symbol is related to the ancient method used to track the movements of the sun, moon, and stars around the year. Yeah. I thought that was really cool, because when you think about a
1: compass, it's magnetic. Yeah. And polarity, it's all about the magnetism that balances and bonds those two energies. So in a way, based on like the principle and essence of the thing, yeah. there is a connection there. Yeah yeah there's Um, a
0: whole book on it i was like i have to get that book which i didn't you know i i didn't write it down but maybe i'll post it um as just as a resource i'm like i definitely have to go to the library and check that one out and just you know learn more um so the yin is characterized in as inward energy that is feminine still dark and negative yang is outward energy masculine hot bright and positive. So um, I think the most interesting and intriguing idea about this is the, um, the, this philosophy is the fact that the world is made up of so many different and many times opposing forces that can mm-hmm. coexist. We can coexist and even bring out attributes and draw on one another to exist. So it's, it's yeah. kind of interesting and ironic in the time that we are experiencing right now yes because there's so much extremism
1: and when mary and i were talking about this we talked about what's interesting is in the interchange of those two energies yes how yin transmutes yang and vice versa and both are yep. essential yep so it's kind of like you know even in the natural world around us every day we experience day and night yep. you know and it's yep. both are equally important they're opposing and complementing yep. and It's about the need to balance and harmonize the extremes yeah you know where we have space for the two extremes to exist and every
0: part of the interchange yeah and that that that, yeah that's a very important aspect of it where you know you cannot really have one without the other you know there may be um, you know sort of struggle and misunderstanding of like why is this happening right now why why like my back pain (laughs) you know relating it you know but it really has helped me see in my own life oh my goodness just bending over to pick something up or you know just being able to do little things like pick up my kids or honestly my kids constantly asking me for things that normally i would get up to go and do it and me honestly being able to say no mommy can't do that right now yeah i have to sit and rest my back and them understanding that to where it's interesting sort of when that duality comes in that is something that actually is kind of a positive thing you know for them to have understanding in that way and it's great that you're able to teach them that in a way that's not like punitive or defensive or reactive it's right. like explaining you yeah. know yeah so they can see and understand yeah. so there's just so many different things in understanding that and just knowing that we're all made up this way and you are not a bad person if you may be experiencing more like low-level shadowy type feelings yeah because i um,
1: absolutely yeah i know especially with the upcoming election with yeah. covid with everything people are going through and there are, is so much being spoken to about this right now but yeah. Just to touch on that brief briefly i think collectively there's a lot that's going to be building up this month and it was yeah. really important for us to speak to the duality and really working with your own light your yeah. light is always there yeah it's there for you to work with yep. um i get the impression that everyone has this fear that quote the bad guy is going to win and that creates a lot of anxiety and extremism and it it's it's one of those things where you have to find a way to work that out for yourself that helps you push through. Oh, God. Like, we, we all have limiting beliefs and, and a separation. And it's really, there's a point where it becomes unhealthy to dwell on that separation. Mm-hmm. Like, there's always things you're not going to agree with. There's things I see in the news that make me absolutely furious. Yeah, But I have to channel that. With how I can most productively work with it, yeah, and that goes from like the global kind of climate right now to your personal life. Yeah. Um, so yeah. when we're talking about the extremes and the dualism, I
0: think that it feels especially relevant right now to try to speak to this a little bit, yeah. at least. Yeah, and have compassion. Yeah. Um, for you know, for both. You know, I know that that is, it can be very trying with certain people. Um who may be saying certain things um, that just hit you right in the gut, yeah. you know, it hits you, hits you right in the gut. But it's understanding that we all are inherently good, you mm-hmm. know, and the more that you focus on that, um, remembering that light side, it's, it's going to bring out that light side and speaking your truth. Yeah. Really speaking to it speaking to it It, it's important
1: to express it yes definitely what we want to touch on expressing it in a way that is not limiting or separating you like the best way I could phrase it is this is a time for exercising radical empathy both with other people and especially with yourself
0: yeah
1: Um, that self care is critical you know because we're all going to be going through quite a bit as things transform especially yeah. at this peak in the year of a lot of different tensions that are kind of boiling. Uh, but you have an inherent light to work with that is there for you to yeah. catch
0: you, to guide you, yeah. Yeah. to help like literally move you through it. And I, love, you can. I love that you say radical empathy. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's the best way I could phrase that, you yeah. know, honestly. <laughs> I love that.
0: Yeah. Thanks. So... Um, well, you know me with my, um, <laughs> uh, definitions. Yeah. <laughs> I had to look up the exact, as a noun, what light really means. And it's the natural agent that stimulates sight and makes things visible. Mm-hmm. So it's like keeping that in your mind too, you know, as you're experiencing things, um, you're going through things, um, it's actually it's actually a thing i mean it's something that's really there yeah you know it's
1: really like the essence of healing you cannot heal something until you really look at it so what i find fascinating is the very nature of light is that which makes things visible is you're taking all of that darkness and finding the courage and empathy and strength to shine the light into it so you can understand it better yeah and harmonize those extremes and that's
0: working with it that's literally you know, it's not going to do anything unless you actually move or work, you know, work it, you yeah. know. So I believe that this is where the term light working comes from. Um, we can be capable of this for ourselves. Um, so, taking from the concept of yin, anyone can do this, really feeling into the feminine energy in all of us. Get still, quiet look at things in our life that may be uncomfortable. Um, This season really is a time to work with this energy. We, um, you know, we go deep. You know, you can really go deep. Um, There are so many that take their light working to the next level right now. Like, especially right now, doctors, nurses, our teachers. (laughs) My goodness, my my daughter's teacher.
1: Oh, I just love
0: her so much. And my son's teachers. I mean, they just every day they show up and they're there and i just i give them so much just so much compassion and yes i i am so thankful i'm just so grateful i have to speak to that oh Um, we should
1: teachers and healthcare workers (laughs) yes healthcare workers
0: yeah i mean everybody's carrying a tremendous load tremendous load um you know therapists life coaches it takes courage to help and bring healing to people so um so yeah, yeah,
1: and to me, like ultimately, when I think of light working, I think of empowerment and the act of empowering others. I love that. So, uh, the, like ultimately, light working, being at the root of your own empowerment and the way that you bring other people up around you, it's like when I shine my light brighter, yep. others shine stronger around me. Yeah, and it really comes down to this kind of realization of I can shape my circumstances through my choices. Yeah. I can't control everything that comes at me.
0: Yeah.
1: Or everything that's happening in the world. I can't yeah. fix it all. Right. But through the choices I make every day, the way I treat myself, the way I carry myself. Yeah, and it's like less there, o-
0: it's less overwhelming then when you think yeah, about it in those it, terms. It, it too. can
1: be so hard, you guys, again, yeah. not putting not trying to make light of anything, but I do know there's a lot of strength in our choices and what we choose. To think and put our energy into mm-hmm. and when you really acknowledge that you have that power you become empowered and you'd be amazed at how it can bring people up around you
0: oh Jess that's so beautiful oh, Thanks. like I it, love
1: that well you have me reflecting on what a light worker is and there's a lot of that word kind of surfacing lately and I think that's not an accident or a coincidence I think like with the extremism with this polarity it's certain terms and things are emerging in the general consciousness yeah and maybe that's why this month leading into november and out of what we've been through this year it feels like a great transition to speak on both extremes and find that harmonization yeah
0: yeah yeah because i really that harmony is like that is such a great term that you put there because Balance. That's another overwhelming term. I've really learned yeah. that just as oh, like oh yeah, we were talking about that the other day. Like, thinking I need to keep everything balanced. I need to keep this everything you know even and all that. And and it's really not. Nah. It, harmony is way more. Just it feels way more, way better. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely just you, you you don't have to have the weight of the world on your shoulders in those terms. Oh, totally. It's everything's going to go up and down in different manners, yeah. and it's and that's okay because you like, know
1: it's easy when you focus on I don't have a balance, you can automatically start to feel like you're failing at it. Yes, but the thing is, you're never like you, it's never like you reach it and you're just there, it's like a daily <laughs> cycle, <laughs> yeah, yeah. For sure. It's like the daily circus. Like, I feel kind of balanced now. In two hours, I might not. You know, I have a good...
0: You know, yeah.
1: for me, it's the thing that's kind of shadowed me for a long time is the idea of work-life balance. Yeah. And there was yes. something surfacing that happened this week that had me reflecting on a lot oh, of that, too. Yeah. yeah. With, with the theater, I used to do some design work for and stuff. Oh, man. Yeah. Like, this was back in 2017, but uh, yeah, it just it's interesting how things from your past kind of resurface and you look at everything you've learned from that time and it does give you a voice to want to empower and encourage others through a healing process and maybe that's another big thing that happened that led me to like all of my thoughts and feelings on this topic yeah going
0: more (laughs) going more deep with it you know so it's yeah it's it's mindset it's sitting really reflecting um and One beautiful uh, way that I heard like a while back um, on thinking about this is you can really simplify it. And all you need to do is, is you simply like by simply divorcing what isn't true, like by Mm -hmm. asking yourself and, you know, really reflecting on whether or not that's true or not. And, and if it's not, and if it's not serving you, you, you know, you just cut it off, you divorce it. And then you marry what is true. And for me this week, I mean, it was profound for me with starting my yoga training and really starting to really learn about yoga. And I literally just had my yoga mats rolled out. I had a couple just all day. I could just go to my mat and anytime I wanted and learn sitting, reading, learning and, and sitting on my mat, I felt like i got married (laughs) like i felt like i was like oh my god i i just got engaged (laughs) you know i I'm, i'm like this is the process yeah um so it's like just working with your mindset a little bit and just understanding that it's it, it can be simple it doesn't have to be big and overwhelming and it's just what feels good to you yeah that's yeah. really your truth well, you and know i
1: would really like to speak to like how we both found yoga and some of the things you've been learning recently because when i think of the portal through which i've learned a lot about how to kind of balance my own mind and energy and deal with those extremes yoga as a as a physical and spiritual practice that brings my entire body kind of into harmony, body, mind, spirit. It's, it's been a profoundly transformative thing. Like if you want, I could speak to that real quick and then absolutely. Yeah. And then I'd love to, I mean, Mary's been learning a lot about yoga with her teacher training this week and it feels like the perfect opportunity to share that with you all. Um, for me, I really started practicing seriously in 2017 um, as I like, briefly touched on, it's so interesting that came up this week. I was a year out of school as a set designer. I had a full-time job I really liked, but I was also working a lot in the city of freelancing. And I had to learn a lot about setting healthy boundaries and understanding my limits. Because I had worked myself to a point where I was so overexerted that I had a lot of chronic pain. And I had a a good friend I worked with in our scene shop who was also a massage therapist, my friend, Aaron. Hi, Aaron, was amazing. So he encouraged me to try massage therapy to help work through a lot of my scar tissue from an injury I'd had a few years before. Um, I had shattered my collarbone and I had a lot of scar tissue pent up in my left side that had caused back pain. And it's kind of like when you let one problem grow your body, it, everything is connected and it affects so much. And uh, just, I will forever appreciate the ability to wake up and move because I remember how painful it was to be so stiff with scar tissue that any level of stretching just hurt, you know? And when you have a physici- physically demanding job where you have a lot of repetitive stress, that just kind of furthers that. Um, but he really kind of helped me do that initial jump start into really prioritizing, taking care of my physical health. And in doing that, I learned how to honor my time, set healthy boundaries, choose self care in the face of pressure. It took like a year, but I also became more aware of how I was choosing to respond to different circumstances. And from the beginning of 2017, towards the end, I had gone through a complete physical transformation I started practicing yoga every day. I got to the point where I could run again and running was a great way to release stress and just kind of wake up my body and and just breathing. The ability to breathe that deeply, oh my goodness. It it was really a lesson in transmuting difficult experiences into positive ones, which helped me cultivate a lot of self-respect. I did uh, yoga classes at, at our local gym. I studied everything I could online. So I had been in very much a self-guided practice, even though I didn't know a whole lot about it. And even just that little bit really helped me. But one very important thing I'd like to share is I, I'm very excited that yoga has become such a prominent um, force in our culture. But it does go so much beyond the way it's commercialized. It really is something... Yeah. That you adapt to in a way that feels good for you. Yeah. You don't have to fit like no. a certain lifestyle that's projected to you. Yeah. Like there's a lot of great grassroots companies to big companies that offer fantastic products and things to assist you. Yeah. But it really is your own journey. It and is. do it as often or as seldom as you want. But I would encourage everybody to try it. Yeah. Because of how much it has helped me, especially with the arc of everything I've learned from three years ago.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that, so, yeah. I mean, that's definitely, I can definitely, um, uh, sort of really relate to your journey and your experience with it. Um, my journey has been really over the last 20 years, um, you know, way back in my apartment, just kind of by myself, um, on my own, um, my roommate, actually, she was into it too. Natalie, hey, Natalie, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> And I found Sean Korn. Sean Korn really, oh my God, she just really made me fall in love with, um, with it. And not just the asana part of it, which that's what I'm actually learning now, um, where yoga really begins, you know, well before that as it was in development. Um, and that, that's a fascinating thing. But, you know, it just, it's, it's there for you, and you can have control of it, and you can do it the way you want to do it. Um, like you were saying, just there's so many, there's different ways that you can go about doing it. Um, I've practiced on and off over the years, and learned enough to where I actually developed quite a a a, a good little practice myself in understanding it, feeling comfortable when I'd be in a studio. Um, And then finding elevate the globe in 2018 i mean that really helped me have a lot of understanding and healing in my own life and just understanding that i can heal like that was a big concept to me that it just you know i just felt like this is the way life's gonna be and i just need to have acceptance for all of it you know and that is true to a certain extent but having that idea that i can face towards the light i don't have to just sit here i don't have to just sit in this i can i can choose to pivot and look towards a more positive end of things and look towards the light i mean that is so empowering it's beyond empowering and i think that we could probably go way more deep into well, I think that's probably going to have to be a whole new episode. Maybe after, like, I <laughs> so go mo- much. go much more into my journey and yoga teacher training and whatever. But just speaking on it briefly, kundalini, working with the energies, uh, what that brings, the breath work that that com- that comes with that. I mean, it it can just be so transformational yeah. and healing and up leveling in in um such a beautiful way and you have control over how deep you really want to go with it you don't have to um it it doesn't have to be a really strange weird thing if you don't want it to be you have control over what you feel pulled to do you know so it's it's kind of keeping that mindset and um you know having just having your own control over your exploration you know it's You know, it's fun. It can really be a fun journey.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like it, oh, I love how you spoke to how empowering it is and how you really make what you want of it. And that, that's my favorite thing about it. It's not like,
0: it never feels restrictive to me. That's the best way I can say it. Yeah. You can always accommodate. Like yeah. you never have to feel like it's a competition. Sometimes you might walk into a class and you're you're intimidated, and yeah, I've you know, definitely they're, they're felt like that. Some oh. crazy yogis in there that are you know doing handstands. I was and... like,
1: oh god, I'm gonna fall on my on my butt. Right,
0: <laughs> and, and it, it's not about you know how how long you can hold the pose, or it's it's not about you know just work moving through all the poses. It's really about feeling. Feeling yourself, you know, during the poses, feeling your breath, going inward. And if you need to stop and just sit on your mat, then you need to stop and sit on your mat and you're still doing yoga in in that moment. So it's like having that understanding of the mind-body connection there. That's the true, that's true yoga. Absolutely.
1: They say some of like the simplest poses are the most difficult because mm -hmm. of the level of stillness and focus it requires. Yeah. But I mean, how... How often do we numb ourselves down? Like racing from thing to thing. Yeah. That I think that's what yoga really did for me, is it gave me a gateway to have that pause and really look at how I was feeling. Like I've heard of people that, you know, sometimes you break into tears yeah. during a yoga session, sometimes you like sweat profusely for no reason or you may get a little nauseous. Yeah. Yeah, it's you're like
0: your um de- detoxing. detox detoxing.
1: Yeah. 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 So even even when it doesn't feel so great in the moment, you feel amazing after after that moves through you, yeah. you know. Yeah. And just know that if you experience that, you're not doing it wrong. Nothing's wrong with you. Like, if you're in an extreme amount of pain, give yourself some grace and yeah, maybe take absolutely. a pause. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, as Mary was speaking to, it's all about learning how to really listen and tune in with yourself and yeah. where you're
0: really feeling. Yeah. Yeah. That That's the gift of it. So, mm-hmm. um, so with that, I know, like, this is one of my most favorite times yes. <laughs> of the episode. I have some journal, journal prompts. prompts. Okay. <laughs> I was hoping so. Okay, so after you get done with your yoga sash, you know, you're, <laughs> you're wanting to kind of chill out for a little bit, um, <laughs> it's just kind of fun to sit down with the, your journal, and it is a time to move more into a meditative state, so you can do a little, um, you know, mindset work here. So, all right, get ready with your journals, guys. Okay, take a deep breath. Let's all take a deep breath. Ready? Please sit out. Okay, where in my life do I feel the most fear, the most misunderstood, the most pain? Okay, so just think on that for a few minutes. Okay, next one. What are my top three blocks right now? Okay, so think on that. I know that's like, that can be a tough one. It might take a little while to, you know, really take the time to think on that, but it's always good to kind of pull more than just one out of you. So, after you've come up with that, um, choose three words. Like when you're coming up with those blocks, choose three words, descriptive words from that journal prompt, um, and uh, come up. Really think on this. Come up with the opposite words that complement those words. They're those yang words. Okay. So those are, those are gonna be your light words that you can sit and really focus on. So, and then after that, create affirmations from those Yang words that you can then, you know, you could write it on your bathroom mirror, something that, you know, just brings you up and lifts you up. So finally, what needs to fall away in your life? What can you write off or divorce? In order to bring healing in. So that's that's what I got for you guys. <laughs> I, like
1: I will be doing those journal prompts as well. I feel like they will help me those are definitely <laughs> those channeled
0: those are channeled through, man. Those really yeah. I was like, those are it. That was it.
1: And like take as much time as you want with them. Like it's no pressure to sit down and do them all in one session. Sometimes with journal prompts I write them on some various blank pages and I just
0: like go back to them after I thought yeah. about it for a while. Yeah, you know? you know, yeah, you don't need to do it all in one shot, you know, yeah, take no your time pressure. with it. It takes me a long time sometimes. Like, my coach, yeah. she'll give me a journal prompt or a couple journal prompts. Like, she gave me a ton. I just had my call with her yesterday. Sydney, shout out. Hey, um, she, You know, she gave me a ton. I was <laughs> like, oh my goodness, when I, she always sends me an email afterwards of everything. She's so profesh of everything that we talked about <laughs> and, um, oh my goodness. She's like, I'm going to pull some journal prompts for you. So many. (laughs) So I was like, oh my gosh, this is awesome. Like it was a lot. So I was like, this is going to be great. This is going to carry me through for like the next month. Nice. So yeah, take your time on that. And I know it, it might be hard, but you know, sit with the uncomfortability, you know, it's, it's definitely, this week, I've definitely, it's been such a lesson in sitting with uncomfortability. jesse has been awesome with cranking out stuff with, like, the shop and doing so much, and it's... I'm feeling it, though, this week. Oh, I'm feeling, like, in I'm the I'm so proud energy. of you. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> well, I'm glad you. that you're taking the time you need to just, like,
1: reset. That's That's really important it's too. hard to stop man it's like it is so hard to stop i i completely get that and it's great because we do have a good balance where we totally know like when one of us needs yeah. just a beat the like we yeah. have a good
0: yeah good kind yeah.
1: of equilibrium with that you yeah. know but that being said there are some really fun things coming to the shop that we can touch on a little bit later yes. in the episode yes so excited yeah yep. so so for now maybe we'll take our quick ad break and be back in a minute with some discoveries. Sounds great. Alright listeners, Moon Minches will be back in a few.
0: Alrighty, so I think it's time to chat about our discovery of the week, Jess. Yes! Alright. So
1: excited for this. Uh-huh.
0: This is a fun one. Yes. They're ve- this is very special to me. So we're going to talk about angels. Angels! And our own light and how angels relate to us and Mm -hmm. who they are. They are these beautiful beings. Um, so angels are believed to be messengers that serve as bridges between heaven and earth. I mean, how gorgeous is that?
1: Beautiful. Um, And I, (laughs) I mean, I grew up in a house filled with angels. My mom loves angels. And that was something angels and music always connected us, you know? And, uh, even when I had, some struggles with, you know, the dogma of Catholicism and the way I was raised. Yeah. I could always connect to something in angels and light and like, yeah, music and and the the ethereal, their goodness, pure
0: unconditional
1: love of that.
0: That's yes, that that is, oh my goodness, that is so true. Mm-hmm. So the word angel is actually um, it's derived from the ancient Greek anglios. This means messenger. Angels are beings of pure consciousness. Um, many believe that angels were created by God in the same moment on the second day of creation. Wow. Each one in its own perfection and with free will. Um, and they are, are aligned with the creator. So there are, these are, you know, the angels that, um, you know, these are the angels that we are talking about as being the unconditional pure love Mm-hmm. type angels and then there are the other angels that are called fallen angels quote unquote um you know and they decided to go the other way yeah. um but since today we're staying with the light we're gonna focus on the angel the these angels um there many of them are um perceived differently several angels are listed with have as having had wings So a lot of um, there's different renditions, different thought processes and different, um, you know, just different thinking with how they are thought by humans, you know, thought to look like by humans. Um, They may have had this description because of the angelic energy field uh, surrounding them, radiating outward and upward from the central spiritual spine yeah so it's it's you know over centuries you know people retelling stories and you know it's the the light rating radiating out of them
1: yeah and actually really quick like i remember being so enchanted by renaissance art and the way Mm -hmm. angels were depicted with these incredible wings and just such rich color it's just tactile like physical like the beauty of those paintings and interestingly um like we you know the concept of the crown of halos of chakras of wings it is all kind of a physical embodiment of an energy field yeah and fun fact like in my very first um acting class in college we had to shift focus based on different characters and they actually told us when you're playing a character who's like kind of like the protagonist and inherently good you like hold your energy towards the back top of your head a little Mm -hmm. bit. When you're playing a more villainous character, you focus that energy towards your brow and you hold it heavier towards the front of your face. And I found that extremely interesting because of the way that horns are positioned, halos are positioned, wings are positioned. Wow. They were working with us on the energy and physical body in that acting class and where to focus that energy. And it helped me connect that to painting and I could actually visualize as an actor where I was projecting my energy, and it helped me with my character. Wow,
0: that is so interesting! And for all you actor, actors, yeah. and actresses out there, like tip—that's <laughs> a big tip right there. <laughs> I mean, for real, that's pretty cool. That's yeah. very interesting. I, I love that, Jess. I'm and glad I think I got you could to tell you about it. Really, for <laughs> anybody, you could really utilize that in any yeah. any way in your life. That's pretty interesting. Okay, so that's very cool. Didn't mean to throw
1: you off. That was a fun
0: fun little (laughs) tidbit. Okay, so the earliest writings on angels were actually found in Sumeria, Egypt, and Persia and India. Um, They depicted winged beings of God. So I thought that was very interesting. On a Sumerian stone column, a winged being who inhabits the seven heavens is depicted pouring the water of life into the king's cup. So I thought that was very interesting. It's, you know, very, very old renditions. So it's obviously something that, you know, people were experiencing a long, long time ago. Definitely. Um, The study of angels is known as angelology, which I thought that was an interesting, it's an actual thing, you know. I didn't
1: realize it had a word. Well, you know what? I've heard of demonology. I suppose angelology would be the the other side of the polarity, right? Yeah, that (laughs) is true.
0: Um, angel angel lore has been studied and documented by mystics, prophets, lawgiver, law. Oh, did I? Okay, screwed that one up. Lawgivers? I don't know what. I must have it's missed. Okay. I must have missed that one. Poets and chronicle, chroniclers. Yeah. <laughs> the Bible, depending on text, appears several. They appear several times, different across all recorded versions. So, um. One of the most abundant sources of angelic lore is the Jewish mystical tradition of Kabbalah, which I thought was very interesting just because um, part of my family is Jewish. And, um, you know, when I talked to my husband a lot about different things, I was, you know, it was very interesting to have a little conversation about, you know, how angels are they they, we've talked about it over the years um just celebrating the different um jewish holidays and things like that and angels really are a big part of uh judaism so and as well as catholicism i
1: find it fascinating how many different incarnations they are of how they're represented you just made me think of another quick thing too even different characters from the bible that have like certain like ethereal spiritual divine qualities um When we were in an alchemy museum in Prague, they had a very, very old chandelier. This thing is amazing. It's three faces with horns. Hmm. It's actually Moses because Moses used to be depicted with horns as a symbol of his holiness. So like, Hmm. we have certain ideas about how things are depicted and what's good and what's evil, but realize that some of those... Uh, that imagery evolves over time with different cultures and across different religions so to me I'm always fascinated in the essence of the thing and how many different interpretations it takes on for different cultures and different periods in history yeah
0: yeah that's so fascinating that's really I never I didn't know that about Moses I didn't either I thought that was so cool <laughs> it is. it's so interesting when you yeah. really learn about these things yeah um, so in Catholicism, some interesting points, um, which I thought was kind of cool. Jesus had no problem with angels; he actually was yeah. like, "I'm I'm cool with you guys; <laughs> like <laughs> you guys are all right." Um, but apparently, Saint Paul warned against angelic contact. Oh. So, but huh. um, the Roman Catholic Church has always encouraged people to relate with their guardian angels. Which, yeah. growing up for me, growing up Roman Catholic, that was—I mean—I always had the um, angel, angel God picture like the old time painting in my bedroom of an angel watching over two children as they were like crossing a bridge over water. It was like, you know, the the sky looked stormy and it was always a a great comfort to me. Um, I feel like I connected a lot with my guardian angel growing up. I felt very close with, I I call him a him but angels are not they are, they don't have a sex, they are, you know, just as as they are you know they are perfect in their um feminine and masculine energy so they don't claim they don't have a sex so um so um i love that that's one thing as being catholic and you know being raised this way um my absolute favorite prayer is the angel of god which um, is such a comfort and I have taught it to my children. I can't put my daughter to sleep at night. She Well, she won't allow me <laughs> to, she, I, she cannot go to bed that without is, saying. That is beautiful. The angel of God, which is the angel of God, my guardian dear, to whom God love commits me dear ever this day, be at my side to light, to guard, to rule, to guide. Amen. Yeah, and it's, beautiful. it's really, I feel like that's a universal, a universal prayer. I, I feel it like really anybody is. can learn to say that and, so comforting. It's yeah. just so comforting, you it, know.
1: It, it's like to me, angels are a way for us to connect to our higher consciousness. Like they, they have felt very real to me throughout my life, but in a very big energetic way. Like to me, I've never physically seen angels. Like dreams, absolutely in my mind's eye, painting a hundred percent yes. Yeah. The way that I usually feel something with me when I'm going through something is it will actually feel. Like somebody has a hand on my arm or my shoulder, but not in a scary, like someone's grabbing me way, like in a very reassuring way where you almost don't want to look because you don't want it to leave. It's like that kind of a feeling. And um, most of the people I've spoken to that have some experience with this it's generally a kind of feeling that that accompanies like this idea and it's soothing. Yeah. And maybe energetically, emotionally, that's a kind of way, that's a kind of message system. It is. Your
0: guardian angel is always there for you to call upon, you know, they have unconditional love for you and they are always by your side. I mean, it's just, it's a nice, notion for whatever you may believe whatever your thought process is yeah if you're feeling scared you know i feel like it's okay you know to just it's okay like why not kind of have that just thought process in your head to just know that you're not alone you're really not alone and you can call upon a light just a light if you Mm -hmm. want to think about it in those terms um to help you out <laughs> a little bit
1: you know um, I, I would a lot when I was driving late home at night from working too many hours and I remember distinctly promising whatever was helping me get home that I would make their job less difficult <laughs> and I would slow down and
0: fortunately I've gotten better <laughs>
1: <laughs> like i'm not taking it for granted thank you for helping me make that. it to down 94
0: yes oh gosh yes oh there's <laughs> definitely been a couple times yeah and, oh with some trucks like uh-huh. yes and especially being very yes oh. feeling like you really dodged something there <laughs> yes. yeah because mm-hmm. there's some crazy big big you know 18 wheelers that roll down that street and roll down that highway that yeah. are they're just like get out of my way oh and you're, yeah. when you're just driving in your little car you're like mm-hmm. you really have to learn to drive because mm-hmm. and not a lot of people like living where we live yeah i've i've learned that like there's some, like, people, country bump. I mean, I'm nothing against a country bumpkin, but they're just not used to getting on a big expressway. Yeah. And, like, my, I had some friends who were there, like, I ain't driving. I'm not driving on this big expressway. You got to drive for me. <laughs> yeah. You, you really live in where we live. You have to really be used to it yeah, and be there's, ready. There's
1: an inherent aggressiveness to that road <laughs> that,
0: like, and
1: with the, with the route I used to take to work, I would definitely be thanking guardian angels for, yeah. for keeping an eye out for me. Yeah. yes yes, yeah so
0: that's always a good comfort that's a good comfort so you know in in not just in religion though in today's world um the spiritual movement of today has brought about an angelic uh revitalization which i think is beautiful um um, it's just it's it's beautiful for anybody that's you know you might not be um pulled towards religion which is totally cool but you still can connect with angels you know you still can have that ability um so a great resource for connecting to the angels and more specifically your angel um i love her she's been such a guiding light to me gabby bernstein and actually her book came out last year it's called super attractor Mm -hmm. and she has some beautiful um explanations of these special beings in this book in in it's sort of translated in her way and what she believes and what she thinks um and their purpose here on behalf of us her description is so comforting she says their common goal is to help guide us back into alignment with the love of the universe angels are extensions of love on a mission to guide you back to your highest self or deepen your connection with the universe um, wow. she goes into more detail it's actually very interesting on Archangel Michael who is the great protector yes. Archangel Raphael who aids in physical healing which honestly I've been calling on him mm-hmm. For <laughs> he, your back. yes he has i honestly I feel like I've connected with him before um, well, actually when I was reading her book last year that's who kind of came forward to me Um, So I've been calling on him a lot. Um, Archangel Gabriel, the angel for communication, which Mm -hmm. I thought was very interesting. That might be a fun thing maybe for you, Jesse, to like maybe paint a rendition of Gabriel and we can keep him near our podcasts, (laughs) (laughs) like equipment and kind of call on Gabriel. I definitely
1: felt connected to to Gabriel before for different reasons. Uh It's, well, my great-grandmother... she came from Slovenia. She was first generation here in the United States. And being Slovenian, she, had a, she spoke English but had a strong accent. My great-grandma, Barlow. And um, she, she went to school on her first day. I think she was about six or seven years old. And the teacher asked what her name was. And she said, my name's Gabriela. And they wrote down Elsie. <laughs> so her, her name became Elsie, her American name. Because probably because her teacher couldn't understand her, but her name was actually Gabriella. So that's what I took as my confirmation That is name. so
0: crazy, Jessie, because yeah. that, that was honestly, <laughs> if we weren't going to name Rosie, Rosie, like Rosalie, she was going to be Ga- Gabriella. My, my name
1: was almost Gabriella and my that's mom so decided on Jessica.
0: Crazy. <laughs> Cause that, I, that name could not, it would not leave my mind when I was yeah. pregnant with Rose and I didn't even know if I was having a girl or a boy at that time. But Gabriella, gab Gabriella was. I was like, it can't just be Gabrielle. It's got to be Gabriella. And yeah. oh my goodness, it's like the connections <laughs> you don't even realize in your life mm-hmm. why things maybe some things come forward. I don't know. That's well, pretty we, cool. There's
1: definitely a kind of serendipitous type of synchronicity. Like, yeah. Oh, should I tell about the angel lamp? Yes. Real quick? Yes. This is so cool. Okay so back when i was discovering all these old prints and i found this whole stack of beautiful photogravures from a local antiquarian bookshop one of them was a very famous painting um by wilhelm kalbach i believe his name is he was an 18 uh, 19th century painter in the 1800s german painter amazing illustrator he is very famous for this painting of a guardian angel it's it's a female angel carrying a child over a city and it's been reproduced a number of times on many different but it's a very beloved image especially from the victorian era when it was created and uh it was just so cool to have these original prints from the 1800s of this image well my amazing boyfriend brian came home one day he had gone to Goodwill, and he found this lamp, and it's a cast—it's like a cast metal lamp with an antique bronze finish, and in the very center of it is a porcelain panel, like like a lampshade, if you will, and it's that exact image of the guardian angel by Wilhelm Kallebach, It's that same image, and this was a reproduction lamp from the original candle screen, but it was so beautiful and so cool. And I started doing research into what this was, and it's actually called a lithophane. So since we're speaking on light, this is a fun kind of side discovery that hit me that connected with the topic and subject of angels in such a cool way. Um, But yeah, so lithophanes were especially popular in the 1900s. They were uh, really popularized in France and throughout Europe in the early 1800s, probably 1820s or so. Through around the late 1880s. Actually, some of the earliest lithophanes were um, found in Japan and China, and they would make these porcelain teacups with an image that you could only see through the light at the very bottom. Usually, the face of like a geisha woman. So, that's really
0: cool. That's amazing.
1: But basically, what they are, the way they were popularized in the Victorian era especially, is they were made as panels. And to create these, they would carve translucent wax because the artist had to see the image through the light to create it. Then they would make a plaster mold with the carved wax. And then in that plaster mold, they would take a fine grade porcelain and press this porcelain paste into the mold. They had to fire it at an extremely high heat, like 2,300 degrees in a kiln, because it needed to be very, very hard and durable and translucent. And very thin to get some of the detail. But what's so cool about a lithophane is you can't really see what it is until you hold it up to the light. Yeah. And they didn't really have electricity widespread when these were popular. They were typically candle screens. Occasionally they made bigger ones as fireplace screens or even whole window panes. But they became very popular, especially in Europe. Some Americans collected them. I believe there's a really good museum in Connecticut where you can see some of the larger panels. Wow. A lot of the originals, though, have been lost to time because it's porcelain, it's delicate. It's uh, They're always unglazed, just the bisque, you know, unglazed porcelain because when you shine that light through there, the image looks almost three-dimensional. And if you were to put paint or a glaze on that, you would add opacity, an opacity that would ruin the quality of the image. It wouldn't have all the full detail that it was carved to have. So they're always like the same tone as the unglazed porcelain, but they are absolutely beautiful. They create like this really soft, glowing, enveloping light in a room and getting to actually see this and, oh man, it's like, it was such a cool find to find that lamp in an accurate reproduction. That's amazing. Of, like, what a candle screen would have been. That's yeah. so
0: cool. And, and it was, like, like yeah. ironic that it was a find right before we did this episode, basically. It,
1: exactly. And that it was the same angel image as the prince that I really love. We were yeah. wanting to feature some angels in our shop, and yeah. then it just became really evident that we needed to. And we <laughs> needed
0: to, like, do an episode on angels and research, and every yeah. time we do research, we learn, and it's it's totally so fun it's just it's really a fun thing like learning about all these different angels and um i thought something that was really cool um oh I, I also found i found her book gabby bernstein that was something that i really was wanting to make sure to let you guys know and then this other lady i found her name is hazel raven and she wrote a book called the angel bible
1: oh this book's amazing. And
0: she really went into a lot of detail and it's, you know, it's meant to be kind of taken how you wanna like accept the um, information in it. It's, you know, you really have to, you know, take it with a grain of salt if you want, you know, and, and kind of just have fun with it. Um, and she she has some fun meditations in her book. Um, she gives some great tips on prepping yourself for connecting um, when you wanna sit down and you can, cause um, uh, Gabby talks about that in her book and how you can really sit down and connect you, with your personal angel. Um, she talks about you can wear loose natural fiber type clothing, um, white if possible, drink plenty of water, avoid really ha- a really heavy meal beforehand. Um, she has a beautiful palm and mental body activation Meditation, which I thought was really cool because it connects with our shop. We just got a lot of beautiful um, palm stones in that are just gorgeous. Good meditation companions. That's part of
1: what we're so excited to share with you all through the Etsy shop coming up. (laughs) Yeah,
0: yeah. So I thought that was really. A very interesting thing sort of just making it accessible yeah. to be able to sit down and know that it's not a big scary thing you can sit down and connect with your angel she she goes into details on the different types of angels um there are she speaks on akashic angels which might be an interesting thing for us to explore the akashic records later I would,
1: on i would love to learn more uh, heard, i really would i'm fascinated yeah. by all the different interpretations that people
0: have yeah know? and the fact that there are angels <laughs> that you know are sort of specific to this yeah. um so which akashic means the perfect memory of every event on earth and every person's actions and all parallel universes wow so very interesting well, a little that's a big topic that's a lot <laughs> that's that's it that would be a whole other episode but um, um There are just a lot of, there's a lot of, uh, interesting, uh, information. She talks about how angels connect to crystals, uh, essential oils, astrology, um, like the planets in the zodiac and the seasons, which I thought was really cool. So I looked up, um, right now we're in the season of autumn, which is, um, the direction of the West right now. And it's the Archangel Gabriel and the element of water. That is, um, that's what she states as the, you know, the angel to connect to at this time and the direction and the element that goes with it. Nice. Um, and, then, and then there's actual angels for the days of the week, <laughs> which I thought was really interesting. Archangel Camiel. K- 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 C-A-M-A-E-L, that is, that's, we're, we're, we are recording on a Tuesday, so um, that's the day of the week for Camiel. For, um, nice! <laughs> and then they're actually down to the hour as well. So, let's see, we're recording, it's uh, six o'clock right now, so Cassiel, that's the angel of the oh, hours, Cassiel. Cassiel. Yeah, the, nice. Gabriel was actually the, uh, at 5 p.m., uh-uh. <laughs> that was the angel at 5 In the five o'clock hour which is interesting because as you were speaking on gabriella and um your grandmother so i thought that was kind of interesting that is cool um and there's actually one other meditation that i think i'll hand over to you with um the archangel michael which is very beneficial, beneficial I, I'd say. It's I've definitely yeah. used it. You used it recently. I did. And Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah I went through a tough situation with, with family-related things, and I just needed to really reset. Um, it's an energetic cord-cutting meditation that's guided by Britt from Elevate the Globe, and it's fantastic. It has really helped me. Basically, it's an audio meditation that you allow to guide you through focusing on an aspect of a personal relationship that is depleting you or not feeling like it's in a healthy balance and it's not like you necessarily have to cut this person off completely that's not what it's about but it's about energetically resetting yourself and healing yourself from where you are being taken too much from you are feeling depleted and like your energy is compromised and you need to reset that relationship um so you're cutting the energetic cord and you focus on Raphael uprooting and, and the Archangel Michael kind of severing with healing light that cord. And in a way, what that really does for me is it helps me become more mindful of specific patterns in those relationships. And anytime I feel like my mind chatter going there, I am so much more aware of it, more clear in that and able to really stop myself. And prevent a lot of situations from happening before they have the opportunity to take root. So that that has definitely helped me. And yeah. it's a very, like, a
0: very much a visualization yeah. kind of meditation. Yeah. yeah, visualizing, like, literal scissors cutting a cord.
1: Yeah, to me it's like a big sweep of, of like, a yeah. searing kind of light, you know, where you just feel, like, relieved. And Yeah. Uh, that all is is associated with your visual your visualization and your mind body connection. Yeah. And the deeper you become aware of that, the more present you become, the easier it is to acknowledge certain patterns and with compassion and grace, keep them from repeating. Yeah. So um, that really helped me the other day. Yeah yeah radical empathy radical empathy that's exactly it helps reinforce that for me sometimes yeah you know and for some people that manifests in the form of prayer and that's beautiful Mm -hmm. maybe that's a kind of prayer to some people there are all different terms and interpretations you can place on these things but ultimately as with yoga as with light working it is all about your empowerment and your self-awareness yeah
0: and yeah, yeah,
1: with that, you want me to go in and talk about some cool crystals? Yes,
0: <gasps> absolutely, Jess. This does. is one of my favorites. Yeah. We're going to
1: talk about Lodalite, which has many other names. Lodalite is also known as Garden Quartz. I've seen it as Landscape Quartz, Scenic Quartz, the Shaman Stone. It's beautiful. It's, I mean, it's in the quartz family, and essentially it's clear quartz that has inclusions of various minerals and plant matter. I believe the plant matter is called dendrites. Um, but what's so amazing is each piece of lodolite is like its own little world. It's like looking into a snow globe of nature. It's amazing. Uh, and especially when you hold it to the light, it's like entire worlds are revealed, and they're naturally beautifully prismatic. And when the light cuts through... All of the inclusions and in the and the clarity of the quartz, it makes beautiful rainbow-like refractions. Um, Angels. It, it felt like the perfect, <laughs> like the perfect companion to this episode. Mm-hmm. Each one is completely unique to me. They appeal to our natural sense of curiosity and wonder, which is what I love about them. And. Uh, they're also called the shaman stone because they were believed to be companions to shaman seeking enlightenment. Hmm. And uh, yeah, they're just, they're really cool. <laughs> they form naturally into a six-sided or hexagonal shape with points. Um, some are mostly clear, others can be more opaque, and the colors kind of range from like white, gray, copperish, and like a green color. Some of the minerals you might find in them include chlorite, feldspar, and hematite, which is... You know, the iron content in quartz that gives it that pinkish hue. They really do look like underwater landscapes or ethereal gardens. When I look into these things, it makes me want to paint. Like, I just, I really love, love Lodalite. Yeah, gorgeous. Um, I'm, yeah. hold, I'm
0: holding one right now <laughs> <laughs> we we
1: always have a crystal of the week with us to help us like you know yeah but uh in terms of them being referred to as the shaman stone the idea was it offered a view into another world and that gazing into the stone is thought to bring about a cosmic shift in consciousness and what are angels it's that elevating light in your consciousness yeah so the idea is the shaman stone harmonizes energies and heals in that process of expanding consciousness. They are said to have an amazing healing vibration, especially with emotional healing through release of maybe early childhood or past life trauma. Uh, meditating with Lodolite is thought to really help bring you soothing guidance from your spirit guides and achieve a deeper meditative state. Um, it also brings loving energies to life. Um, in both the etheric and subtle bodies, and it's said to boost the immune system. It's also known as a dream stone in that it can assist in lucid dreaming or past life recall. Uh, It's referred to as a stone of power because it helps amplify any intention or energy. That's probably why it's such a good companion for meditation. Whatever you're focusing on, it's thought to enhance that effect in terms of manifestation and communication with your own spiritual energy and it's thought to help you overcome personal challenges as you journey through navigating different levels of, of the soul, you know, um, in that inward work. Uh, in terms of your chakras, it's thought to help cleanse the aura and help realign the upset frequencies, any anything out of balance across all of your chakras. So it's a very harmonizing, light-enhancing crystal and... I'm very excited that we were able to to put some in the shop for you guys. If if we see them go, we have plenty more. I always just put a couple in there to see how they do, but we have some little tiny ones that would be great for jewelry making if you wanted to have a small piece with you up to bigger crystals that are really like Beautiful handheld
0: prisms yeah. to appreciate. Yeah, this one's gorgeous. I see a rainbow in there. Yeah,
1: right it, it, that's great. And the more you look into them, it's nature is just so so cool.
0: Like yeah. it really is. It really is. It, it's it's amazing. There looks it looks yeah. like there's like kind of like a giant cave in this one. Yeah, where you can really see oh, yeah. and feel into what's actually inside the, this crystal. The different
1: minerals, mm-hmm. and it's kind of like the way that everything we're about is the inherent story to things. Lodolite really does kind of show you the story of how it formed when you look at it. Yeah, and I just love that about it. So yeah, yay, garden right. quartz, lodolite, lodolite. All right, all the names for it. I love it. <laughs>
0: Great job, Jess. Oh, thanks. Happy to share. <laughs> all right. So should we move on to? Whoa. Mr. Papa over here? I think he's ready. All right. I do. Okay, Papa, I really have a personal question to ask okay. you. Will my, will my back feel better this week? Oh, God, I hope he's not snarky
1: with this one. What do we, we have? We what need do a the answer. Am
0: Let's I going to do some more learning, or is my back going to feel better?
1: <laughs> oh. <laughs> it says breathe and release.
0: Oh, there you go. Okay. Well, time all right. to slow down yes. and chill, breathe. All right. Race. At least I know I'm on the right track. <laughs> yeah. I, okay. Yeah. All right. So, will Yang energy be will dom will Yang energy dominate this week? Hmm. hmm. Will we see. be bright this week? Let's find out. It's a set intention. Okay. Okay, and that's choosing your own path. Yeah. I love our free will. Yeah. You know, definitely. I love that. Well, it's
1: up to us to harmonize
0: that. Yep, you know? I love makes that. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. All right, and the last but not least, will this week bring perfect happiness for our beloved minjas this week? Oh,
1: please give us a good answer. Okay. <laughs> well, we could take this, however. It says, wait to be surprised.
0: Oh, I love that. I love that a lot. Okay, guys. So just take everything as it comes, basically. A little
1: unpredictable. Yeah, you know? little
0: unpredictable. You never know.
1: Papa Merlin's <laughs> keeping us on our toes here. He says, do your work.
0: <laughs> yep. <laughs> all all right. right. All right. Awesome. I guess we've, we've covered it all. Yeah. Lots of information. You guys check out Gabrielle Bernstein and... Angel, I'm sorry, excuse me, Hazel Raven, The Angel Bible. This is very interesting. She's got the definitive guide to angel wisdom. So uh, Gabrielle Bernstein, her book is Super Attractor. We love Gabrielle. She's yeah. really cool. Oh, yeah. And it's funny that her name is Gabrielle. I was just Gabrielle. thinking about like, that. Like, you're just really. i never really, connected really that. Yeah. standing out quite a bit. And that's the archangel for the season right now. I know. It's Gabrielle. Like, we're so, listening. Yeah, we are listening. We promise. This is very interesting. Okay. All right, guys. So, Meninjas. we love you. We love you. Thank you. Have a beautiful week. And we will
1: have some fun things related to, like, different chakra kits for for accompanying crystals to your yogic practice yep some fun uh garden courts in in the shop for you with some new creations from both mary and i we're gonna try to do like a nice influx of new things yes with each each coming month and especially amping up with the holidays so yes Yes. so yeah just let us know if there's anything you'd like to see more of um really it's just our way of physically connecting to you, our listeners, through gifts and the things we find and yeah, make. Yeah, so, feel free uh, to
0: reach out. We're on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All, right. All right. Have a beautiful, beautiful week. All right, guys. We love you. Shine your lights yes. out there. Okay. Rock your light to the world, guys.
1: All righty. All right. <laughs> Bye,
0: Moon Ninjas. Bye. Thank you, listeners. We love you, Moon Ninjas. If this episode touched you, please share it with someone you feel would appreciate it. How can you best support our show? Follow us on Spotify. You can also find us on Anchor, Overcast, and Google Podcasts. Let us know how this episode has affected you on your path. You can find us on Instagram at apostrophe underscore soul. On Facebook, apostrophe soul our Etsy shop, apostrophesoul.etsy.com. We are having the best time sharing in real time this crazy, beautiful trip we are traveling on. So screenshot the episode, tag us on Instagram. And remember, you have infinite power to tell the story of your soul the way you want to tell it. Now go, light it up, spread some joy, and do good things. Till next time, bye. To be so